What's up, everybody? Welcome to the State of Wild, episode 127, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. My name is Mia, and as usual, I'm joined by my two good friends and co-host, Raffle and Corbett. Guys, how you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing great. I'm ready to rock, personally. But Yeah, I uh, pre-ordered my festival tickets. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, dude the festival on your birthday we before we go any further everybody pause the video go to go to the youtube channel go down to the comments uh, no and don't, don't do that nope. stop that we it's... have to tone that right down i'm very much one of those people that gets sort of uh you know i don't want the attention on my birthday <laughs> it's too late it's too late everybody go wish him a happy birthday um but yeah what a what a gift you guys took last week off perfect timing because you guys came back and we had a mini set announcement uh brand new hearthstone expansion coming soon um, and it is music themed, music festival themed. It's called Festival of Legends. Um, yeah, super exciting. That means we're starting off immediately with uh, our very, very long series of review episodes uh, starting today. Um, so let's just hop right into it if you guys are good. Um, so to start off with, we've got a couple new keywords uh, that are being introduced in this set. Uh, the first one is finale. And so basically what that means is when you play a card with finale, if it's the card that used up the rest of your mana crystals, you get a little bit of a bonus, right? So payoffs for using your mana, you know, and, and sequencing your cards properly. Um, and so one of the examples they give is a really boring card in Ghost Rider. It's a five mana four four undead. Battlecry discover a spell. If it's you know the the spell that you use all five of your mana crystals on, you get a finale trigger, so you discover another one. So basically five mana four four discover two. And then there's another mechanic called overheal, and so that's exactly what it sounds like. If you overheal a minion, right, then you'll get an extra trigger, a bonus effect um, as well. And so they did say that overheal is going to be kind of a new evergreen mechanic for priests, so we should be seeing it a ton moving forward. Uh, so before we go any further, Finale, how do you guys think it's going to play in, uh, in Wild? Uh... I mean, in any format, using all of your mana is good. Uh, manipulating your mana in a way to ensure that you get the effect can be clunky. But like as always with any keyword, it's going to depend on the quality of the cards at their baseline as well as the bonus effect that you get. So I think it's like going to be an individual basis as per usual. Yeah, it is, a, it is a funny mechanic where it, it is trying to, like, guide the players to use all mana, mana use good, uh, which kind of reminds me a bit of, like, Pirate Warrior, <laughs> where it's, like, very instructional in a lot of ways. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, for, for something that's, like, pretty, um, uh, like, a low-key mechanic, right? Like, something that's kind of, like, slipping into the set. Like, it seems nice. Uh, like, it'll be, um, it'll be easy to, like, remember and tie the mechanic to the set, I think, uh, which is always cool. It also seems like a super easy mechanic for the first set of the year, too, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Keep keep things simple uh, as we start. All right. And so we are a, uh, a music-themed set. Um, and so each class has a specific genre of music that's attached to it. Um, so they also, every class is going to get a unique musician. So they're going to get like a kind of a signature legendary minion that's going to be iconic uh, of that style of music. And you're also going to get a popular uh, song uh, or an iconic song which will be like a legendary spell um, and then we're also going to have a special weapon that each class gets uh, and so it's going to be kind of the the instrument that the, the classes have and uh, each of those is going to do unique things and so the kind of the, the the special thing with these weapons is once you equip the weapon special things will happen if you do stuff while they're equipped um, 
And then, last but not least, a, a slightly, you know, uh, less prevalent uh, kind of mechanic uh, are these harmonic dissonance spells. And so basically, these are spells that are going to kind of swap effects between, uh, you know, two different effects while they're in your hand. And so you kind of just pick which one is best for your current scenario. Um, so yeah, that all being said, you guys ready to, to get in and start evaluating cards blindly? Our favorite part of every card of you set. <laughs> um, all right, let's hop into it with, uh, let's just go class order. Let's start with Death Knight. Uh, and let's start with uh, their kind of unique instrument in the Arcanite Ripper. Uh, it's a three mana, three two weapon, one blood rune requirement. Death Rattle, summon a one one lifesteal undead. And you can upgrade this by changing your health on your turn while equipped to improve. And so I'm assuming it improves the stats of the minion uh, that it summons when, uh, you know, the death rattle triggers. So three mana. Uh, that's odd. Not even. One blood rune. So immediately, like, not super enticing kind of things. But do you think something like Reno Death Knight, which is where we've primarily seen blood runes, is interested in a card like this? Yeah, I mean, just because that deck is hurting for cards to finish its its deck, right? Like, it's been running, what is it, Soulbreaker or whatever for a while. This is probably worth the uh, consideration for that slot. Seems pretty easy to upgrade, both from healing uh, that's available in blood, as well as just, like, bashing your face into a minion, which is what you're going to be wanting to do with the weapon anyway. So, yeah, decent payoff if you can, like... It breaks if you if you swing it into two minions. It breaks uh, summoning a three three life steal. So, seems fine. Uh, yeah, it seems really good. Uh, you can also wave in like vampiric blood and um, uh, things like that. So, um, seems to have like a very high floor, right? Like it's always solid and it has potential to get very very good. Like don't underestimate life steal. Life steal always stronger than you think. <laughs> so. It seems good and easy to slot in in that either Reno blood or just normal control blood. Yeah. I mean, you just like Vampiric blood upgrades this twice because it's two instances of five life gain. And then it's also, what is the the five mana card? Uh, blood boil. It's going to trigger this multiple times per trigger. So I can actually see this very quickly getting out of hand in something like Arena Death Knight. Um, so it seems pretty pretty strong to, to start us off with. Uh, and next up we have Harmonic Metal. So this is one of those Harmonic Dissonant spells that we were just talking about. And so this is a three mana spell, one blood rune, that says give four random minions in your hand, plus two, plus two, swaps each turn. So it swaps uh, to the dissonant metal, which is give two random minions in your hand, plus four, plus four. Uh, so this is kind of supporting that hand buff blood death knight archetype that we kind of, you know, got a taste of uh, last expansion. Um, but, I mean, it's four mana or three mana for four, what was that, plus eight, plus eight worth of stats? Uh, how are we feeling about that? Uh, seems expensive, and but generally kind of a cool card. I, just as an aside, I like that it has a bit of flexibility in one of the downsides of a hand buff style deck where you don't have enough uh, minions in hand to get the value off of your hand buffs. It feels really bad. Well, the dissonant side of this like kind of corrects for that. Uh, but I don't think that that deck in general has enough support right now to be a thing. Like, um, it doesn't have enough, like, low-cost um, buffs, nor does it have enough, like, refill and sustain, like, a hand buff paladin to, like, hit a point where it's going to be buffing enough to be a good deck. So I think um, this probably doesn't, doesn't, it helps, but it doesn't solve the problems that that deck already has, which is just not enough good cards or payoff cards. 
Yeah, I mean, there is kind of this, like, one, which is, like, Blood Tap is elite. You ever get that off a school teacher, and sometimes that card is just crazy. Um, but, yeah, uh, we do need to see a bit more, because, I mean, it's really good with Swarm Guard. <laughs> like, that could be a lot of stats on a Swarm Guard. Uh, but, you know, we've seen hand buff uh, decks and Wild before in Paladin um, be very strong, but the format's kind of also moved a little bit past that style of archetype, it feels like. Uh, so... We'd have to see a few really strong power outliers to really make it work in wild, um, especially because so many of the cards are still overlapping in standard. Yeah, any any of those hand buff effects is just going to be kind of nutty with Swarm Guard. <laughs> so I feel like yeah. we're going to be seeing Swarm Guard a lot uh, for that archetype. Uh, next up, we have another Blood Rune card here called Screaming Banshee. That's a five mana three six undead, uh, one Blood Rune required. Uh, it has life steal. After your hero gains health, summon a soul without much attack and health um so it's a five minute three six i'm assuming that when you are playing this you're hopefully triggering it on the same turn so it's probably two bodies um it, it is five mana and a little bit of investment to get going but that it has the ability to just kind of pump out a lot of bodies and stats on its own as well curves beautifully into reno jackson for a big <laughs> beefy boy uh if if you can pull that off so i'm looking forward to that um i do like the if, as an aside um i don't know how strong necessarily this card will be as much as i'll probably try to make it work because it looks fun uh, but i do like that the cards that we've seen so far have been singular uh blood room giving them a bit of flexibility and you can mix and match a little bit more than we saw with the initial introduction of uh death knight there aren't a lot of heavy rune investments that we've seen just yet yeah uh this card seems i don't know like does it end it like if you're playing against aggro this feels like you can't trade into it um like it has very low impact in you know slow matchups and things like that but against aggro like even if it's not really doing anything necessarily on the board straight up um with the six health, it means that if an aggro deck tries to trade down, they probably have to hit it at least twice. And all of a sudden, you're getting like six, six worth of stats. You're healing for six. Um, and, the, you know, that's really tough. It, it curves quite well with the weapon as well, mm -hmm. where um, a lot of times you quit the weapon on three, you swing, swing, and all of a sudden you have like a three, three on the board. If that doesn't get cleared, then it means that if you play Banshee on five, um, you can just go phase, get the immediate lifesteal, get that three, three immediately. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a lot of healing that we're seeing. Um, kind of want to see a bit more to see if like blood goes in this direction um, overall. But man, this is a lot of life gain that they're really leaning into so far. Yeah, the the concern I have with that like is, yeah, it's nice that like outside of hard removal, this just like is going to get value, right? Because like you said, you're gonna have to trade through it. Agro is gonna have a real sad time about it. But like, you also do have to like not have full health to get the the healing so if you're doing well in the game uh, yeah in terms of your life total at least um like it's not terribly helpful and like it just makes it feels like it further polarizes blood to like just be mm -hmm. a devastatingly bad matchup into combo <laughs> because like this is just a card that does nothing into a, a combo deck and, you know yeah, that definitely compared to something like Gnome Muncher, right? Like a, a similar-ish card, but Gnome is so much better in the slower matchups. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I do like this like archetype that it's leaning into, right? Leaning into the the drain tank feel, which I which I think is pretty sweet. Um, it's but, 
uh, thematic for the uh, blood archetype as well. So it's likely to continue going in that direction, yeah. like gaining health beyond maximum as well as uh, lifesteal. Yeah. Also, um, the devs did say, you know, like they're going to lean towards one of the runes, each expansion, things like that. I feel like we know which one they're really pushing uh, <laughs> with this set so far. Yeah. So hopefully we get a couple other like strong cards to actually make this deck potentially a thing. Yeah. Or at least push the Reno decks that have traditionally been the blood archetype, uh, you know, to actually be decent uh, this way. All right. Last but not least, we have the legendary spell Climactic Necrotic Explosion. 10 mana, one rune of each, so one blood, one one frost, one unholy. For a 10 mana legendary spell, lifesteal, deal 5 damage, summon two 1-1 souls, randomly improved by corpses you've spent. So I'm assuming whenever you spend corpses, it upgrades the amount of damage or the stats on the souls, randomly. Uh, it has like uh, UI. It can, Go ahead. It can also upgrade the amount of souls that you're summoning. Oh, really? Okay. So... Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, any of the numbers, any of the numbers can go up by one. So it can go up like one attack or one health or just the minions or the damage. So. Can it improve while it's in your deck, or does it have to be in your hand? Uh, no, it just improves. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, so this very much feels very UI esque for uh for Death Knight if you're going that Rainbow Death Knight route. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the, like it's a heavy investment in terms of deck building, so it better be a good payoff. Um. One of the potential problems that I do see with this is there aren't a lot of like single rune um, corpse like expenses that you, that you have to spend. So you'll probably have a good time generating a bunch of corpses, but like getting a chance to spend them might be uh, a bit of a challenge um, because a lot of those tend to be like the the big payoff legendaries in the the triple rune archetype. So um, I don't know. My mind just went straight to spiteful Death Knight when I saw this card, and I can't get away <laughs> from it. <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about spiteful anything for a very long time. Shame, shame. Yeah, um, I don't know. Really good payoff. Archetype probably isn't good enough right now. Just not enough support. Okay, what does what does Reno Death Knight look like right now? Is there a world where we're just playing Reno Rainbow Death Knight and playing like stuff like Sindragosa? You can still play Patchwork. I mean. You can. It's not horrendously bad because there are like a lot of neutral and um, like no rune cards that are kind of the backbone of any Reno deck. But like, I, I feel like you probably still would just want to be more aggressive than this card allows if you're going to do that. You're going to do something that looks very similar to like the old um, like Frost aggro build if you go that route, would be my assumption. And so this doesn't necessarily play into that. That's that's what we have for Death Knight so far. Um, Druid, Peaceful Piper, one mana, one one. Uh, no tribe on this, uh, but it's a one mana, one one. Choose one, draw a beast or discover one. I guess like the immediate thing that I'm thinking about is something like Beast Druid, right? That deck is kind of dead, unfortunately, as sad as it is to say. Um, but is there a world where we're looking at you know this maybe taking a slot as a one mana, one one? Draw one in that deck. Or is there also maybe just like combo potential of like, you know, you can specifically tutor a beast in, in a yep. specific type of deck? Yeah, they, I mean, they just released a beast that might be worth tutoring for a combo in the uh, the charge beetle. Um, so I think that like what this does is this allows you to tutor a very specific beast. And then if you happen to draw that, you can just generate one, I guess, is the, the payoff here. So I think you 
I don't know if you necessarily want it in Beast Druid because you run such an abundance of beasts, although many of them are spells, so maybe you have a better chance of getting the Matriarch, which is probably what you want in nearly every case. Um, but, like, I don't know. I feel like this wants to hit a more narrow subset of cards if it's um, going to be worth the, uh, the card investment. Yeah, I, I don't think this is a Beast Druid card. Um, I think it's purely tutoring combo pieces. Um, but I can't really see a combo. <laughs> like, I can't really find anything that, um, you know, would really make me want to try. Like, I'm looking at things like cards like Giant Anaconda. Like, that. that's the type of thing, maybe, where I can see it being something, but not really. But, like, a, a cool card to have, like, long-term that might enable something uh, in the future. It, it draws your Hadronox and Tauntruids. I don't know. Yeah, in the future, Meowth. It might enable something in the future. What right. do you mean? Hadronox is totally viable nowadays. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. It it draws your uh, Stone Tuscabore for the Elder Narox uh, charge uh, Linecracker deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That everybody correctly predicted would break the format. I, I, yeah, it's always a good sign when you can't pronounce the combo card. That, that's, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that shows the viability. Dude, have I been living under a rock? What is this new combo? It's an old combo. It's the. It's an old combo. El- yeah, you, you kill an undead minion to uh, give all of your other minions its uh, attack mm-hmm. or something. So, so you, you, just, like, you crack- Well, no, you line cracker combo, kill the line cracker to give the boar a bunch of attack. I see. It's kind of. It's really bad because you're playing a line cracker druid, <laughs> but with extra steps <laughs> <laughs> instead like of earth and scales. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, let's move into Paladin here. Uh, we've got their holy or their legendary spell, rather. Uh, it is a holy legendary spell, three mana, starlight groove. Give your hero divine shield. For the rest of the game, playing a holy spell refreshes it. All right. So, I mean, super new, super cool mechanic, potentially, potentially busted mechanic. Um, so, basically, it prevents like the first inst- or the next instant of damage that's dealt to you right and then you can refresh it to to refresh the, the divine shield which kind of sounds hot um i don't know where this really has a home right now but like is it strong enough for us to maybe try to abuse it i guess is the question i don't like <laughs> uh, i'm just thinking about all of the hero powers that deal one damage <laughs> and like uh there are even more of them now with uh death knight and demon hunter so um i mean it's a really cool card i want to say that it's gonna be good so bad but i i like i mean carriel probably re- reduces more damage than this card ever could dream of you know why not both I mean, I'm not saying you wouldn't run both, but like, <laughs> Cariel isn't carrying Paladin anywhere right now, so it feels I mean, hard to believe. How are we comparing this to like Bulwark, the warrior weapon, for example? Um, I mean, I think Bulwark is like, kind of like solid alibi, right? Oh, yeah, but in terms of like how much damage it's reducing, like the amount of triggers that you're denying right. and things like that, like, yeah. are we thinking Groove is getting four triggers? in a game of Hearthstone, you know? Um, like, you can play this in something like Libram Paladin, right? Where you can play um, a very small number of spells with, like, just the Libram Wisdom, just Christology, just this. You can play Vindicator. Then you can have your Elder, your Knight of Anointment. 
but <laughs> it's like I, I don't know I don't really see it have been that that insane um yeah even in that kind of grindy deck you said the magic words though you said Libram so I'm in I'm crafting this uh -huh. on day one let's go no um yeah I just don't know like the decks that play a bunch of holy spells though are like they feel like primarily aggressive decks right now in wild as well which is a little bit you know obviously anti-synergistic of what this card wants to do the other problem is that they tend to like play a lot of holy spells on one turn which means you're not gonna like they're like things like the even the heal version and the Librams, like you're playing the Librams on one turn you're playing like a, a holy maki roll repeatedly on one turn and you just like don't get the you know repeated value off of it so you're like wanting to play one holy spell per turn and that's not going to win you games of hearthstone yeah, so as cool of a card as it is, we are struggling to see where it's going to see play, unfortunately. All right, moving into Priest, uh, we have loca a location. Um, so locations, they said, are going to occasionally come back when they think that they fit. Um, so I don't know if that means that they're technically evergreen now, but uh, we are going to be seeing more locations. Uh, and we have one for Priest called Fan Club. Um, if anybody's a Pokemon fan, you guys should like read the, the flavor text on this. Very, very fitting. Um, but it is a one-mana location, two durability, that says restore three health to all friendly characters. Um, so it looks like Priest is kind of going back towards a healing theme. Um, the set, right? Especially with the reintroduction or introduction of the the keyword overheal. So one man. This is basically at its core one mana heal six to your hero, right? As well as potentially synergizing with stuff like Northshire cleric and, and everything like that. How are we feeling? Um. Yeah, I think it'll depend a little bit on like the density and quality of some of the overheal cards, but like it generally seems like it has maybe a little bit of potential. Not definitely not as good as the uh, uh, the cathedral uh, location that Priest already has available to it. But also, like we play wild and healing doesn't keep you alive. <laughs> uh, it, it's more about if there are any like potential minion payoffs that are worth uh, running this in, I think. So things like Cleric, um, you know, even a Injured Blademaster type thing um, could make this worth a consideration. Uh, yeah, I really like this card. Like, I would probably be playing this in Reno Priest. Um, like, Reno Priest being a deck that doesn't actually have, like, a ton of healing and life gain. That's why it sort of struggles sometimes against some of the more, uh, like, burn uh burn type decks um such low investment and yeah like like me said at its baseline it's like slow but like a one mana heal six to hero and you know a lot of upside on top of that especially for a deck like arena priest which you know does play for board pretty aggressively that does have high health minions and things like that whether that's a carney or you know like a raza in the mid game and things like that um so i like it this is a standalone there um I'm very intrigued by what this card can do with things like Cleric and the return of Wild Pyromancer and things like that. You know, like preloading the board with a mass AoE heal effect like that makes me very excited. So I think this is a very, like, non-flashy card, um, but I'm definitely a fan. Yeah. Are we, are we getting closer and closer to the day of, like, that tempo heal priest being, like, an actual thing where, like, you heal and you, like, gain stats and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, we've had, like, multiple cards that kind of support that. You know, like, Animate Dead. Mm -hmm. Great fit for something like uh, the Injured Blade Master, Injured Tolva. Um, and this is just another card that kind of supports that. So, 
is it there all the way there yet? I don't know. But I mean, if overheal is like this core mechanic and all of a sudden we have like multiple uses with cards like Circle of Healing, um, there's a lot of wild support, you know? And that's like often when you get the best decks is when they introduce new stuff that happens to work with things that they were never meant to be paired with. Uh, so I would definitely keep an eye out on those injured cards and stuff like that um, as the priest reveals come out. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip over this one and hop over to our legendary because it, you know, synergizes with the, uh, the conversation that we're having. Uh, and that is Heartbreaker Hedonis. Uh, four mana, four eight, battle cry, deal four to this minion. So it is essentially a four mana, four four that you do not want to play with Bran. Overheal, <laughs> deal five damage to a random enemy. Um, so you have to heal it for essentially five, right, before it, it triggers. But when it triggers, it does powerful things, right? Because that five can go to the opponent's face. Um, so maybe kind of the top end for that tempo heal deck, you know, maybe, <laughs> um, but if you're not able to trigger that overheal super effectively, I, I think this card's probably just trash. I mean, it can, so like it can, like, how does overheal work exactly? Like if it's already at full health and you heal it, it just it, re-triggers again, It right? does trigger, yeah. Like you can just like keep triggering this. Mm -hmm. That's... Yeah, that's... Like I said, if you can trigger of... it a bunch, it's busted. But if you you that's... can't consistently do it, it doesn't feel very good. We have a lot of damage. It's feeling yeah. a little dragon bane esque. It's a lot of damage. We have radiant elementals sticking around in our format, as well as things like renew, like a lot of spell generation, even like Sethic Veil Veil Weaver. Like there's some there there's some potential here that is kind of spooky for just like bursting. Like you need six triggers to go face. A miracle priest can do that pretty easily <laughs> like play six spells you have uh, like a singular um like circle of healing heals this to fold then you're immediately like overhealing it already and that's a zero mana spell you have things like regenerate to like play for zero naturally like i could very well see something like this Zyrella to like clear a board as well as like radiant elemental and then just a bunch of spells to uh to you know churn out some burst seems kind of spooky maybe not strong but like seems like some the potential deck, though. right yeah you it's get a Northshire cleric yeah you get Northshire <laughs> clerics and like corpse said reanimate deads to like really start churning through corpse is the new apm age I don't know. Like, I don't know what this is. I mean, it could be something like that, but it could also just be, I mean, burn heal priest. Like, dude, that gets me excited. <laughs> like, I just think, I just think there's a lot of cool shit that you can do with this. And it's, yeah, like binding heal. Like I'm looking through this collection right now and I'm just, you know, yeah, there are it, a lot of, a lot of cool cards. It's hard to kill too. Like it uh, can clean up the board against aggro itself and then just like stick around before it. Like you can just tempo this out. Get a few triggers on it and, uh, you know, finish finish things off next turn. Yeah. We're, we're two cards in a priest and we're thinking about new archetypes. That's, I think, a pretty good sign. Pretty exciting. That's a good sign. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to a little bit less exciting of a card. And that is Power Chord Synchronize. Two mana holy spell. Choose a minion. Add a copy of it to your hand. Finale. Give both plus one, plus two. Uh, so this is basically seance number two. Uh, it's holy. And it has an upside, right? Where if you copy your own minion, it's the last two mana that you've spent, then it's going to trigger and give you some stat buffs, which is always like nice to have, right? But I think you're primarily playing this for the, the seance effect. Um, I guess if you're like not playing Shadow Arena Priest for whatever reason, you're playing normal Arena Priest, 
this is probably just a, an upgrade on, on something like Seance. Yeah, it's like it, it or like you said, it's Seance number two. If you're running a um, a Reno Priest deck like Seance is worth a look. It's also something that can be generated off of Palm Reading. So like it's I think it's just fine as like Seance number two. Um, that like I don't think it needs to be more than that to be uh, a card worth looking at. Uh, yeah, there might be like specific decks that want to play this with Radiant. You know, like you play this and uh, play Radiant and then this on turn three. And then, um, you know, like that way that you kind of threaten and you can always animate dead, but you get another copy back in hand. You get a biggish three, four. I don't know, things like that. But like you said, other than that, it's just not relevant for Shadow Reno. And we're probably not playing decks that aren't Shadow Reno <laughs> if we're playing Reno Freeze. So yeah, kind of a weird one. I guess... Something I didn't completely understand with finale. If do you have to spend mana in order to trigger the finale effect? Uh, like if you can you discount mean? this to zero with double radiant elemental, does it trigger the finale effect? Not that it's going to be relevant, uh, but just I, I don't know. Um. Well, the way finale is worded says bonus if this spends all your remaining mana. So unsure whether you know can you go from zero to zero? <laughs> like yeah, I. That's... I think we need dev uh, confirmation on that, so I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll make sure to tweet out after this the recording of this podcast and ask some questions. Um, but yeah, so that's Priest. Uh, I think an exciting start for Priest, actually. I don't think I've ever been this excited for a Priest you know, reveal season after seeing Hadonis and Fan Club. You guys got me talking about, or you guys are talking about this new this new archetype. Got me excited, fan. Um, all right, let's move into Rogue here. Uh, let's start with Beat Boxer. Three mana, four, three mech. Combo, deal four damage, randomly spit among all enemies. This is just like insane SI what SI seven, the three three, deal two. You coin this on two. You know, four three that deals four. It's probably not good enough for wild decks, but is there a Mechwarp or Sonia OTK you can do with this? Um Go on. I don't know. Like you would need to, uh, you need to find a way to kill it, I guess, repeatedly, right? Maybe not. No. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe there isn't. Um. God, I mm. hope not. <laughs> no, it seems it, like you even if you just need a fourth card that I can't think of right now, that's I, I feel like that's already kind of limiting, right? Mm -hmm. Because you would also probably need a board to crash into if for something like broom. Um. Either way, like it's kind of just a pretty good standalone card, just like missing an archetype for the format. All right, let me just look through the collection real quick. I need to no, <laughs> need to find this uh, this OTK. Um, yeah, I mean, like probably the greatest arena card of all time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know; it's really strong, but don't really see where the right fit is in Wild. Like standalone busted cards sound cool, but if there's no home, there's no home. Um, and that's the sad reality, I think, for Beatboxer. Unless there is this mysterious OTK that I'm going to have to uh, keep an eye out from here on out. Look, we also just had some like very high-quality random ones and three drops. Like, Is this the the time for Odd Rogue to return? Would you even play this uh, on Odd Rogue? I, I, think you, you, I think you want to go hard on the one drops in, <laughs> in Odd Rogue. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this would make it into Oddberg. It's very good, though, obviously, but probably not. Yeah, it, it will just probably be, like, a great standard card, busted in half arena card. 
unfortunately unplayable in our format. All right, let's move into the uh, the legendary weapon here. Or I guess it's not legendary. Epic. The the weapon. <laughs> um, it's an epic. It's called Record Scratcher. Three mana, two two. Death rattle, refresh one mana crystal. Oh no, I do not like where this is going. Oh, I like it. Play play combo cards while equipped to improve, and I'm assuming it you know improves the amount of mana that you get back. All right, how are we breaking this? It, it, you can you can bank a lot of mana. World kick rogue returns. <laughs> I can't wait. I think that's the what opposite else direction I was going, but I I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You can get so much mana back uh, that you won't be able to spend on the trash uh, combo cards that you end up generating. You can head crack so many times as a result of this. <laughs> um. I think it's cool. I don't know that it alone right now will break Rogue in Wild because the, playing the combo card seems like the, the limiting factor, right? And so that's going to take time no matter. Uh, you got you got all the little one-minute cantrip cards that Rogue has gotten over like the past year combo cards, right? Yeah. Like gone fishing is pretty good. The gone fishing and the, the ghostly strike, yeah. But like one of those isn't gonna get you know, you still have to start the, the combo off, you still have to like combo towards something, right? You need a storm effect is really what it comes down to. Yeah. I guess I guess my question is just like, does this bring back something <laughs> like Miracle Pillager. Rogue? If you're playing a bunch of combo cards and for Corb's typing away, dude, Corb is looking up all the combo cards in the collection right now. <laughs> yeah. I um I think this could be insane. Like I think this card could be crazy. Um, man, like this and pillager could have been just kind of mental. <laughs> now I think about thank it. Thank God for the wild know. summit, then, right? Ooh. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> um, also, uh, Garot Rogue. You know things like Octobot. Things like Octobot all of a sudden making Garnfish thing and Ghostly Strike. Wow, those go to zero mana, huh? And you can uh preload this up like crazy. Um, you know, pop off with field contact and just keep going. Like, I mean, it, it could bank like four mana, like so easily hitting, like you just play it on curve and then the next turn you just have four extra mana to play with. Like banking mana, it's like just a humongous conjure mana biscuit. And um, you can just do some crazy stuff with that. So I think this card could be freaking insane. Just absolutely broken. Um, and like if it is the Garot Rogue that it pushes, that would make me so happy. Um, just thank God Pillage is not around because like Pillager would probably like if you have the minions in hand, you end up just playing all the combo cards anyway, and then you can just like have so much more extra mana to work with. It would just be like turn four OTKs all over the place. Um, so yeah, See, stop, but, yeah, stop scaring people because that's gone. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, sorry, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like Garot Rogue, like really excited about uh, about this card. If they do bring back Octobot, all right, Matt London for Cord's birthday. Make sure that you revert Garot and uh, an Octobot. All right, got to do it for him. Yeah, dude, I'm kind of scared now. That uh, it's giving me it's giving me Rune Mithril Rod vibes. You know, like it has the potential to be like super gross. It's so. A lot of mana cheating. Yeah. 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 All right, you know what's not a lot of mana cheating? Shaman cards, classic. Mm. Uh, Brass Elemental. Four mana, three, three, Elemental with Rush, Divine Shield, Taunt, and Wind Fury. It's the like the corpse taker uh, of <laughs> yesteryear. It's, it's so cute. Like, oh, it's straight out of 2019. Yeah, 
And he's doing his best. All right. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, we're in 2023, and uh, Elementals feels bad, man. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes me sad. Let's talk about Warlock cards. Um, Void Virtuoso, one mana, one three demon. During your turn, your hero is immune. Those are some uh, some interesting uh, words on that card. Uh, how do we combo with it? Uh, you make sure that uh, Steel or Souls does not return as it's currently worded. That's step one for uh, what you need to do with this card. Um, I don't care what step two is, just as long as you meet <laughs> step one. Like, just just hold there. Just <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I care about. You, you yeah, have you absolutely have to change Steel or Souls at this point. I was on the fence about like whether or not it mattered if they. Like reverted it since it's already at six mana. You have to, just you have to. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't know what the hell you're meant to do with this. Like, this feels like I need to see the entire warlock set. Like, if this is just meant to be a standalone thing that you just play, I don't think it goes anywhere. But um, really interesting card. Yeah, I'm. I'm if this is just like play a one three on th uh, on one and then you can tap on two and not take damage, like that's yeah boring. That's a card that does nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, the first thing that came to my mind was like blood bloom, because like this this is a demon, so you can sense demons, and then if you like, you can go turn five, play this blood bloom, something huge, and not take a million damage. I don't know if it's worth right, but like that's like the first thing that came to my mind. Um, but I don't know. There has to be something. I'm sure there's a lot of smarter people out there that they're brewing up some sick combo that's going to break the format. And if you have it, let us know down in the comments um, so that we can yell at you and try to hide the information. But uh, it, it, it's got those. It's got a powerful line of text, right? It's got a very powerful line of text. It has has to be able to be broken in, in some way or another sometime soon, hopefully, or hopefully not. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Opera Opera Soloist. Uh, it's a five mana four six demon. Battle cry, if you control no other minions, deal three damage to all enemy minions. Um so again, seems like a busted arena card. Does this see play in like arena lock? Are we are we fans of that in there? Nope. Okay, thumbs down. I there. think it has potential. Like we've moved away away from the, the demon package. Like uh it it's not as good as the Karen card. Um but it's a mana cheaper and has a as a better stat line like that's worth considering yeah it's but yeah it, like being being yeah i mean the the thing the warlock needs is not more removal is the problem right like it has gigafin it has uh defile it has it has ways to keep the board clear so i, I also feel like these um if you control no other minion cards i feel like they're always worse than you think you know, like in actual practical games of Hearthstone, like you think you're the you're the defensive deck, you think your board's clear, but tempo is good. Fighting for tempo is good, and often you just have stuff on the board, and like often you're in slower matchups where like you want to be aggressive and things like that. So I don't know, they just never quite land the way they uh, look on paper. Yeah, especially in the format like Renalock's built right now with like four or five one drops because you want to play Plague of Flames and things like that, and doesn't really work with how this card wants to work. But yeah. I'm also not a huge fan. Um, all right. We've, we're recording on Saturday night, so the rest of the cards that we're going to be talking about today are all of the neutrals. Um, we may or may not just skip some of the ones that are, like, super obviously arena cards kind of boring. Um, 
but let's talk about the ones that, you know, at least if they have any sort of fringe viability, we're, we're going to talk about them. Yeah. All right. Uh, so our first neutral card here, we're going to go in alphabetical order, is uh, Air Guitarist. It's a one mana, one, one battle cry. Give your weapon plus one durability. Uh, Kingsbane Rogue is the only thing that I can think of. And other than that, I'm just like. Really? You didn't you didn't think of Mithril Rod? I don't want to play a one mana, one, one. On mm, maybe I do now. Crap. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of. I, I don't want to think about this card. <laughs> that is a lot of mana cheat. Oh uh, yeah. <sighs> but like, like I guess my concern about the well, I mean, it's a defile starter. It comes back from Raystead. Um, the yeah, yeah, that's that's a <laughs> lot of mana. I think about this, dude. Why did because you do this to me? <laughs> the, the worst thing about it too is like each high, like each dur- durability of um, Rune Mithril Rod gets progressively easier to complete too, because mm-hmm. like your backfire start costing zero mana, <laughs> and then like mm-hmm. you start really turboing <laughs> through. So, uh, um, hmm. Corp, Corp, I know it's your birthday, but I hate you. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh... kind of a spooky consideration. Uh, <laughs> I. I I like my concern is that like you're already kind of getting punished for paying five mana for the the rod. Can you pay five mana for the rod, then find the, the room to play this and like because this is probably taking the place of either card draw or a removal spell. So like there is a cost associated with it, mm. but the benefit is pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the last question is like. What are you cheating towards these days? I, I guess like just more curses, more uh, damn it. Uh, like I will say, mind mine, lock. Yeah, mind lock oh. is the current hotness. Yeah. It's not very popular. Like it, it sees like less yeah. than half a percent play rate. It's not bad though. I it's, did have a lot of success not... with it, so I, I think it's like, uh, actually a real deck. But yeah, if you're yeah. comboing a turn or two faster as a result of that, that probably makes it worth. Yeah. yeah, like it is awkward because like you can't play it until you have the rod up, and then it's just like, oh, that's so situational. But yeah, like it's such a huge benefit, right? Like an entire another hand discount for one mana for zero mana. Realistically, is that what you're gonna be playing? Like paying for this? Um, it's a lot, you know. It's like an entire Emperor Thoros hand tick on your hand for zero. Like, sure. Um, I will say it. Like, the fact that you can't play it after Ruined Mithril Rod is, like, the part that has me, like, a little bit on the Oh, before, before the Or before it, or, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Does have me a little bit... I'm thinking about, like, the list that I was just playing of Mindlock, and I'm like, if I wanted to play one or two of these, what am I What am I cutting? Mm. And so, not really sure what they would be. Um, I am running Impending Catastrophe in that deck, and then, like, maybe you're cutting that for this, and I could see it, but... God, dude... I was like, yeah, we'll just like talk about this for like two seconds and move on. And then you said those words and I hate you. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's anything else because like you need the weapon to be so broken. Like I, I kind of had a little look through at the most impactful cards with like how much an extra durability matters. It's things like like bog spine knuckles, but like that's probably not going to be good enough um, just because it's so drop. situational. Yeah, it's just not. You know, like a deck like that is so clunky, but because you're Warlock and you have that life tab and you have infinite draw and things like that, and the rod is so impactful, that just, that just feels like the only place where I'd be looking at it. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right, great. <laughs> uh, Plus, rod's getting buffed as well. You know, it's going straight to four mana, so we have to remember that as well. Can we, it, I know it's your birthday. Can we just like kick you off the pot at this point? <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think we're, I think that's enough cord for this episode. I, I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. We'll see you next week. <laughs> 
All right. Raffle, look, they made your YouTube comments a card. Uh, let's talk about annoying <laughs> fan. So one mana, one, two mech. Battlecry, choose a minion. It can't attack while this is alive. Um, I wish I wish this said choose an enemy minion because then this could be the most hilarious card in a bad Shutterwalk Shaman list. But uh, outside of that, I have no idea where this sees any play, but it's really, really funny. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. I mean, we'll find a we'll find a way to make it play, just because like because of the art, because of the effect, it's got a, it's got some true troll potential, and that's about it. Yeah, I can see some achievements already uh, about this card, you know, up in the new set. Okay, uh, Crowd Surfer, one mana, one one Murloc, Death Rattle. Give any other minion plus one plus one, and this Death Rattle. This kind of feels like a Battlegrounds card. I'm not gonna lie to you, but. Uh, how do we how do we abuse this in uh in wild? Is there like, is this no. just good enough to fit in Murloc Shaman decks or like initially in I, initially I thought so, but then I reread the card and it could give your opponent's minion uh this death rattle, which is not a thing that you would want. All right, so, so I think that that's one? yeah, that's disqualifying <laughs> on its own. Yeah, why why is it any minion? What? Well, he's crowd surfing, dude. You don't know who's gonna just like crowd surf. On one side of, I don't. Yeah, you're not wrong. But You've clearly never gone crowd surfing. I know, I know. I yes, I I can attest. I have never been crowd surfing <laughs> myself. <laughs> but all right. Well, that's sad. Uh, frequency oscillator. One mana, two one mech. The next mech you play cost one less. Get your mech warpers down for one turn early, or one mana early. You know what I mean. Discount your mech warpers mm. and your mech decks. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know that they need more help discounting things, but. So so you're saying Mech Rogue is going to be a real deal with uh, the, this expansion. Um, I, I don't, like you said, I don't know that mechs need more uh, reduction, but this, like, in the Amalgam pool with the, um, with the guy that, like, scales has some potential just to, like, get free mechs rolling for the, the buffs on the, whatever the two mana one three is that uh, keeps uh, gaining stats. Like that makes it at least worth a look. Um, so I don't know. Mana cheat good. I think it's solid in both mage and uh, and and the pally right? Like, mm, I don't really see any downside. Just cheap. I mean, the downside is that it's a two one rather than. Yeah, but it's like a zero amount of two one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw this card in uh, elementals. Uh, the problem is that the elementals are don't cheat mana like mechs do so they it was uh, a pretty good guard though kindling elemental right yeah i mean that if ever mechs or if ever elementals are going to be good it was going to involve that card and has involved that card all right uh so maybe uh something to look at for your mech decks uh next up uh we figured out why druid uh had that mana thirst 11 card we got audio amplifier uh two mana two three mech battle cry set your maximum mana and hand size to 11 do we do we care about this other than it's it's cute and, and breaks the rules just a little bit? I don't I don't really know any deck that that wants this though. Even lock? Do we ever think about it there? We can play zero mana nulls once it's reverted, two mana mountain giants. That's kind of the like the actual mana part. Not really. I, I don't you know. care about that. Hand size? I mean even lock? Eh, maybe. I think the one thing that this does break is um like YouTube comments and uh Twitter replies to the reveal of this card because they see the number 11 and uh, freak out as a result of like having guff for t two years. 
but like like you said in our format in particular like unless you are just a druid in which like the twig sphere gives you the 20 mana very quickly uh getting to 11 doesn't make that much of a difference i think the hand size in even luck could be worth a consideration but it's also like you're playing then a two mana two three uh in the early game which gets a card out of hand which makes it harder to get to the 11 <laughs> hit cards in hand so it's like there's kind of a you know a bit of a give and take there but we'll have to see how it plays other than that it's i don't know it's a good uh spinal tap reference at least <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the Reddit thread, you know, like one of the most upvoted threads this week, which was, uh, what do you think? Auto-include in all slower decks? Question mark. Um, so I think that shows where the mindset's at for the most players. Yeah, no, I, like I said, it, like for, because the, the guff has broken people's brains is really what it comes down <laughs> to. Unless there's a very specific combo that you need 11 mana for for some reason, in which case... Why are you waiting for turn eleven in in the wild format? Like that's not going to help you. Uh, I don't understand what the supposed like use case of this card is. Yeah, I, I will say good shot on the even lock though. I don't know if it's going to be worth it, but it'll at least be interesting to I, once we get. Normal. Yeah, I suspect I suspect it won't be worth it, yeah. but I would try it. Like I think that's yeah. a interesting. Yeah. I, I was about to just like auto pass on the card because I was like, there's no reason. But then yeah, zero mana nulls are still good. Uh, yeah, potentially. All right. Next up, we have Auto Audio Medic, uh, two mana, two three with Rush Finale, gain life steal. This is very much an arena card. Uh, it feels like uh, so. You get is you, it like you want this in like something like Even Lock? Even Lock, you know, let's keep the party going. Um, I can say this is Even Lock. Why not? Like two three the kill, like sure, Rush, great removal, healing, love that stuff in Even Lock. Like what other two drops we play? We're playing. You have like Drain like, Souls and Dark Bombs. Why do I want? I guess it's it is a minion. Why do but... I want more healing? Why do I want more removal? Why do I want like stuff that does? Because stuff? there are like... giants on turn three. That's why. Yeah, but you go like tap tap tap. Like you need a weave and a two drop <laughs> there sometimes. Um, I don't know. I like it. Like I think it's fine. Like you is know, it... removal healing. Yeah, is it kind of just okay in like an even Death Knight too? Like they're <laughs> they're hurting for cards too. Like the the rush on that is uh, looking pretty good. You play that like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, swing the board, maybe heal up. Like the like, just as a just as a standalone card, two mana, two three rush. That's a pretty not awful, good right? Like, it's hard, decent. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like we when have we ever seen like a fully vanilla statted minion with rush and then upside on top of that? I mean, we saw the we saw the one three right that um. Uh, which uh, vicious scale hide mm -hmm. two mana one three one uh, lifesteal rush um so we just get an extra attack for the finale so you're saying this also goes really well in uh, like a hand buff paladin yeah i think or potentially hand buff death knight like, yeah yeah any hand buff deck but uh i think like instant includes this like fantastic card i'm not convinced i'm not gonna lie to you I'm you don't have to be <laughs> we're probably going to be wrong because most cards are, are bad and uh that's true i'm but, gonna like, clip this and i'm gonna shove it in your face in, in two months even though you make very good arguments i just can't see it so yeah. i don't think it's gonna be a standout card but i think it's at least worth a look yeah that's fair that's fair i right. really like it at hand buff i'm just gonna put like have a pally 
really like it. I'm just not going to say arena cards for any of these because the two that I've kind of designated as arena cards, you guys have made very good arguments as to why they're not. So I'm just, we're, we're just going to talk about every card here, all right? Don't worry. We have a very, very clear arena card coming up. Uh, are you talking about Hipster? No, no, no. The oh, one following that. Ah, oh, I see, I see. Hipster. Two mana, one three. I do love that they just named a card Hipster. I'm, I'm going to put that one out there. Uh, Battlecry. Discover a spell from your opponent's class that isn't in their deck. Uh, so not only are you discovering a spell uh, from your opponent's class, it is a bad enough spell that they didn't put it in their deck, so I don't know why you would want it. Um, oh, I want it. Of course I you want do. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Tess repeats it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just, just a meme card, but it's a great one. Flight of Text is pretty fun as well. <laughs> oh, true. I didn't read it until just now. You guys should read through Flavor Text. The, the Flavor Text game has definitely improved over the last couple of sets. All right. Let's talk about a big one. Uh, let's talk about Instrument Tech. Two mana, one, Arena two. Card. Battle Cry. Just draw a weapon. Uh, Neutral <clears> Weapon I don't. I don't see any applications for this. No, we didn't just spend several minutes talking about one specific uh, weapon in a non-weapon class, and then there's also maybe another combination of two weapons that uh, are really good when drawn together. Hmm. So, okay. Uh, ten mana every single game. How does that sound on Druid? You How know, about ten like mana turn on five? turn four every single yeah, game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten mana on turn four, turn five, like every single game. Um, because that's what's gonna happen, right? Like you, you just you're always gonna draw at least one of the pieces. You're always gonna draw like this. You're always gonna draw both of these. It's all like almost every game is gonna have Twig Sphere on five, mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's, it's like that's that's a lot. Yeah, uh, you're also gonna have Rune Mithril Rod on five every game, uh, as Raffle was alluding to earlier. Yeah, I. I I saw this like Hearthstone, like the Hearthstone Twitter account put out a tweet about this, and I immediately was just like, "Oh, that's a really weird way to uh, to announce that you're nerfing Twig Sphere. That that's cool. Yeah, surely. Um, yeah, that's totally what they meant by this, right? There's no way that mm -hmm. they would print this knowing that you know that they were okay with Druids having ten man on turn four every game, right? That that'd be crazy. Um, I think this Look, is the what one we were scared of, right, for a very long yeah. time of neutral neutral weapon tutor, and people were asking for it, and like we were like, no, 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 you don't want that. And then they printed it, and, and here we are. I think the one benefit to this is that, like, uh, to Corb's point, like, it completely removes the, the bad feelings associated with the opponent high-rolling the Twig-Sphere combo because they just have it every single game. So <laughs> problem solved. Uh, we don't, like, everybody gets to experience that, like, on a equally consistent basis. Oh, I feel sick. I feel naught. This is like, uh, the festival just took a dark turn. Um... Yeah, so like you get to like build your druid deck around the idea as well that you always have twig sphere. So it means that you can load up the top end like more appropriately. You like you're just gonna be annexing people on five every game. Um, you're probably still gonna like no matter what druid deck you play, you're probably still gonna be having some slight struggles against like the absolute fastest combo decks, but. Or, or even like some of the very fast aggro decks, like even Shaman specifically. But against most things, like 10 mana on five, <laughs> like that will win faster games. So, yeah, um, concerning. Um, Druid has been bad for a little bit, like not fantastic. And that'll probably change very, very quickly on the expansion's release. Yeah. I, 
I think just make sure that uh, it is noted that the three of us are uh, not not happy with this card, just for uh, for future reference. Um, it's well, it's not like it's not like anyone suggested you know making Twig refresh before. Um, that would be a brand new change that I haven't seen brought up once before this card was announced. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like I said, this is the weird way to announce that they're nerfing it, and rather than just straight up coming up and saying it. But uh, you know, it is what it is. They announce things how they want to. Um, yeah, I, it, this card's dangerous. That's all we gotta say. It's it's dangerous. It's gonna do things. Um, it's it's gonna potentially make for some very unfun play experiences, um, depending on how quickly those druid decks get refined and uh, how quickly the meta can adapt to it. I guess. I I know Ruffle was joking about the feel bad thing about the druid. I kind of think there's a trueness to it where it's like if the druid just always does it then it actually probably doesn't feel quite as horrible like i, I don't know it's like it's gonna, gonna suck like crap, though it's gonna suck don't get me wrong but i feel like if you if it's like the opponent's game plan they just always have it i feel like that's even like less feels bad than them just high rolling it but man this is gonna be <laughs> i don't know oh, when no. my opponent goes ice fishing on two into flurgle talks on three i saw it coming it still feels really <laughs> bad like, I don't, know. like it, I don't know it's not gonna feel any less bad when they do it to me. Uh, i can't why do they do like i know why they did it but why did they do it man i'm happy that they printed this card like outside that interaction like mm. i think neutral weapon draw is like a good thing to have in general it's you know it's interesting outside <laughs> outside of it's one yeah it's a, it's a minor issue but yeah <laughs> i can't all right whatever um let's move on let's talk about party animal uh i actually kind of kind of like this card it's a two minute two three beast battle cry give plus one plus one to a minion of each type in your hand any menagerie warrior fans or just kind of menagerie decks in general it says two mana hand buff on a stick uh which seems oh. pretty powerful I yeah. misread this card like seven times. I kept on saying, I kept on thinking it was give plus one to a minion um, for each type in your hand. So I thought it was just going to like buff something on the board. But anyway. Uh, it could also be worth a look at like uh, the hand buff Death Knight because the, what it, that Swarmer card that we're <laughs> mm -hmm. always talking about is an undead. You can get some other minion types in there and, uh, you know, have a look at it. Um, I mean, it, yeah, if, Depending on how you build your deck, it could be like an overstatted outfitter. Yeah, which is pretty busted, right? Because yeah. although although audio medic is not uh, does not have a tribes, which and you know we have to build around audio medic in any sort of paladin handbuff deck right now. Well, you also have to build around an audio amplifier, which is a mech because that's mm. an auto include in any uh, slower deck. Yeah. All right, memes aside, you guys fans. Like I, I yeah. do think the card has a lot of potential. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like, yeah, it require like very specific build around, but pale huge. I like, mean, yeah. could you even take a look at this in like the the mech beast hunter? Like, if you get two buffs, is that worth? If you're playing paying zero mana for it. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean the fact that it's a beast itself, like that right. kind of caught me off guard. Um, yeah, like if we get enough mech support, I think the mechs aren't there yet like it's really close there's not enough of them um but that's definitely like the long-term direction of that deck i think yeah all right uh let's talk about rolling stone uh so great reference but uh it, it's an elemental which has me a little bit excited because it's a two mana two tube with rush battle cry if the last card you played cost one gain plus one plus one you guys are excited about a two mana two three with rush what about a two mana three three with rush 
You know, that it's going to cost one mana after you play that Kindling Elemental on turn one. Like, any fans? Any fans? No? Yes? No. It's uh, really good on curve, really bad anywhere else is really what it comes down to. And it makes missing your turn, your one drop feel pretty brutal as well. Well, you could play Uh, it on turn two, right? Because you could go like Firefly on two plus this, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it's got some upside to the problem. Like, I honestly had some decent success with a like elemental heavy token um shaman with like the uh the new murloc uh, chompy boy the the problem is this is just like isn't the early game you win the early game you just cannot close things out and so this helps with a problem that the deck that's is this doesn't solve a problem that the deck has it like further plays into what the deck is good at which isn't a bad thing necessarily oh yeah i don't know like how to make this card like the thing i like about some of those other cards we were talking about is that they can go in even decks <laughs> obviously this is probably not the best fit for a um for a gen deck i would say uh so it's kind of hard to figure out like the home for it you know like i like it you know like on curve two mana three three rush great big fan where does it go exactly mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i that yeah. aggro elemental shaman baby it's a thing definitely off this one card um yeah i don't know um what about stereo totem in uh something like even shaman it's a two mana zero three totem at the end of your turn give a random minion in your hand plus two plus two so it's a little bit slow but uh it does scale particularly fast it does scale but what are you cutting from even shaman to make room for this it was my first question and like you, you kind of top deck a lot in even shaman because you just kind of vomit your hand into play right what is what if you don't hit much like i don't know that a deck as fast as even shaman wants to slow itself down by rolling for value like this right maybe it does i, I could be very very wrong because the upside of like a card like this seems pretty high uh, when you're like buffing your zero mana minions that you then copy with like a um, uh, with the we- uh, weapon. But yeah, I I think it probably doesn't slow. make it because it's you know no no board impact <laughs> like right. no board impact and we're talking about a zero three. Um, yeah, it's a totem, but like you want to be snowballing the boards that you're developing, right? Like you want to be sticking stuff you want to be fighting kicking the opponent off and then buffing all your things like the fact that this is a so low impact i feel like it's just not gonna be strong enough yeah uh i kind of agree with you but it's two mana totem so it has to be an even shaman we have to talk about it so mm-hmm. had to do it all right next up we've got cowbell soloist it is a three mana four two battle cry if you control no other minions deal two damage so this all right am i safe God. to say that this is an arena card are we good yeah okay. yeah oh yeah you finally done it all right, we did it. I, I did not mess myself up with that one. All right, let's talk about Festival Security. Three mana, two, five with Taunt. Finale, force all enemy minions to attack this. It's a little bit weird because it has Taunt, so doesn't it, don't don't they already have to attack this? You know, I'm, I'm not super certain, but uh, it's a three mana, two, five Taunt. Am I also safe to say that this is also safe to pass on? Are we good? Yeah, it, it's closer than the other one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, let's talk about Metro Gnome. Uh, it's cute. Three mana, yeah. two four mech. After you play a one cost card, draw a two cost card, uh, then increase. And so what this means is that 
uh, it'll increase both numbers on the card. And so uh, then it, it'll upgrade and it'll say, after you play a two-cost card, draw a three-cost card. So I guess my question to you guys, it is, it's a draw engine, basically, uh, kind of what it feels like. It, it feels like a very bad Spirit of the Frog. Um, I, I don't know if that comparison makes a whole lot of sense, but I, I don't know if this is worth building around because it, it also like doesn't have stealth like Spirit of the Frog does. So yeah, and it doesn't draw off a of zero, which is like <laughs> the main thing that Spirit of the Frog does. Um, so yeah, it's got the best name of the set so far, uh, but that's that's about all I see for it. Um, all right, next up we've got Outfit Taylor. Three mana, two two. Battle cry. Give a friendly minion attack and health equal to this minion's. All right. Does this also fit in kind of like that hand buff style deck? Right. You buff up the stats on this card, and then you play it, and you get immediate, immediate impact when you play it by buffing the stats of like the the crab rider that has somehow stuck around. Corp keeps shaking his head. No. I'm just gonna let him talk after this and tell me why I'm wrong. It's a three two two Mia. Like, well, like what stats it. are we? You're buffing it. Right? No tribe on it. Doesn't even work with the party animal. Um This is slow as hell. Like I'd rather play the save like the savior card, right? Is, is that what it's called? The the, the two 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 paladin dredge card. Like that seems right. way better. Um and, and even that wasn't very good. No. <laughs> even though people <laughs> thought it was going to be great in a hand buff deck. So myself included. Uh so like yeah, I I I see I, my head went in the same place, and it's just like if that card can't make it, this one probably can't either. Look, I was just putting out the plate pattern, right? It wasn't necessarily saying it was going to be good, but uh, thanks for saying that for me. Um, Paparazzi, three mana, three four, battle cry, discover a legendary minion. This is my favorite spider tank of all spider of tanks. All spider tanks <laughs> to have ever existed. Um, competitively viable though, absolutely not, right? Um, okay. Photographer Fizzle. So I gotta I gotta read I gotta read this. So it's a three mana three three legendary battle cry. Take a snapshot of your current hand and shuffle it into your deck. And so this is the classic case of legendary text not really telling you what the card does. Um, but basically <laughs> what it does is it shuffles a two mana spell into your deck. That's called snapshot or something. And then when you draw and then you play that two mana spell. What it does is it adds a copy of every card that was in your hand when you played this into your hand. So it's like a Dead Man's Hand-esque effect, right? But it's attached to a two-mana spell that you then have to play. and Yeah. Um, classic case <laughs> of you know reading the card does not explain the card. But uh, that being said, people are kind of hyping it up. Neutral Dead Man's Hand. I don't know why people love Dead Man's Hand, but they do. And now you have a neutral version of it. I, I don't know if it, it very much reminds me of like Hexlord Malakras, like the five five that like gave you back your opening hand and that was like never great. <laughs> um, and so I'm really struggling to see kind of where the hype is coming from this card. I mean, the, the thing that people love is just generating um, a lot of value. Yeah. The, the problem is, is that we play the wild format where that does not win the video game. So it's a cool card. Yeah, that's a but it did most of the time. This card is a three mana three three, and somebody wins before the uh, photograph or snapshot is ever drawn, and it's just oh, like, I I know who wins. Yeah, the the opponent wins. I I was trying to 
<laughs> I was trying to leave a little bit of ambiguity, but yeah, the opponent wins because you played a three mana three three. Sure. Uh, yeah, great summary. The uh, it like it's a nice tight like throwback, you know, either to Dead Man's Hand to like Ungoro at least like particularly like the more casual player base i'm sure is gonna have a fantastic time with this um that doesn't mean this is gonna be good but it might be like a whole bunch of people's favorite cards of the set and i hope you have a whole bunch of fun with it if you're playing it yeah absolutely all right well put well put all right next up we have rowdy fan three mana one five quillbore battle cry choose a minion it has plus four attack while this is alive it's a very weird card because the, the has to stay alive um but it is a Big abusive sergeant, I guess. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Would you play three mana deal four in an aggro deck? Ugh. Maybe. This seems bad. Yeah, um, it's probably bad. Yeah, yeah. Probably a pretty cool. good arena card. I mean, <laughs> sorry. That, that is a sign for us to move on. Um, <laughs> static waveform, three mana five six elemental. At the start of each turn, lose one attack or health chosen randomly. So you play this as a three mana five six. At the start of your opponent's turn, you lose a stat. And at the start of your turn, you lose another stat. And at the start of your opponent's next turn, you lose another stat. Yeah. Can they just print good elementals? Is that asking too much? I don't know. I like it. What? I'm, I'm you just like Silence Priest right now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like, <laughs> potentially like it in Silence Priest. How is this um... better than Humongous Razor Leaf? Uh, cause it because can it attack can attack and it can attack like before you silence it. But then you're spending three it's mana. A five stick, like it's a five stick. Like it comes back around to you. It's still you know like a a, a three mana four or five. Like by the time it comes back around, like it's still doing stuff. Um, yeah. and if you do silence it, then the attack downside goes away. Like you get your stats back. Um, yeah. you know, I don't I don't hate it in that argument. It's got to be better than the Helmet Hermit, right? <laughs> okay, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I already cut Helmet Hermit like right. a week or two ago. So, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I saw it and I, I misread it as only at the end of your turn. And I was like, oh, this card's nuts. Uh, the, it happened in on your opponent's turn is a big bummer. But like, with the potential to silence, it might be worth a look. It's an Arcane Watcher, right? That was in Silence Priest for a while. When you say Arcane Watcher, that makes me even less excited about this card. Like, yeah, but know. it can attack. Right? Yeah, it, but attack. The, the big thing it's is that right even... Right. It, it can attack no matter what. Like, you get <laughs> something off of it, even if it's only four damage to the opponent's dome. Like... I'm such a pessimist. I, I, I don't know, dude. My card It's either that or my card evaluation skills are in the dumpster, and I'm not happy about either of them. Okay, um, so if it, if it survives, like, two turns go around as well... Um. That's only four stats loss, so it's still like even if it survives that long, it's functionally like a three, three, four, like kind of. If you think about terrible. it like that. Yeah, but that's like if it survives for that long. Like before it, that, it's still like big. Yeah, the and upside is pretty. The upside of being balanced as well. So, Are you, like, I, you're I happy know. with playing a three mana four five, like in in your aggro priest deck, though. I'm not thrilled about it, but like I can also silence it, man. Silence, silence, silence. Effects in your deck, though. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, I. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe, maybe my card evaluation skills. It's, are it's probably not like good I, enough. But look, I'm, gonna I'm not honest. super happy with it. Is, is all. It's I'm probably saying. not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Let's talk about Warden Worgen Roadie. Three mana. Three four. 
Battlecry, summon a 0-3 instrument case for your opponent. Break it for a random weapon. So it uh, Finally. Finally. This will clearly be the minion that summons a minion for the opponent that finally, finally <laughs> deletes Big Priest, right? Like, it, it has to be said. It happens every time, right? Like, this is going to remove Big Priest as a deck because it summons something for them. I did not know that's where we were going with this, but... <laughs> no, that did not have not any clue at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's cute. It's cute. It's it's not going to beat Big Priest. Because they, nope. don't, they don't even have the random res effects anymore. They, I know. They run into the <laughs> like, Yes. Oh. Messing with the res pool does almost nothing anymore. I mean, it doesn't matter because they still summon an Eptalon and turn three and kill you anyways. So exactly. Regardless that's of whether it. you have the zero three or not. Yes. Yeah, it's cute. It rem- it's a throwback, I feel like. What was the, the legendary that they gave out at BlizzCon one year? Um, Marin the, the Fox. Yeah, Marin the Fox. Kind of feels so, like a throwback to that. Yeah, what you could actually do is throw this into your Shutterwalk deck and With really... Well, you don't even... And Marin the Fox is eight <laughs> mana. This is a this is a better option where you can just like actually hold the opponent hostage. Yeah, just flood that whole board with nothing but 0-3s. It's, mm-hmm. uh, mm, yeah. You take all um, the fun out of Shutterwalk Shaman 2. I hate you guys. <laughs> I wonder what the average weapon is, like the average size. Um, <laughs> Are you actually considering... Mm. <laughs> Somebody out there do the math for us. What is what is the average weapon that you get out of a Well, because if you just throw it out there in an aggro deck and you insta-kill the 0-3, like... How much do you get back? Like how? Well, yeah. Or the the question becomes: On average, are you making up for the damage that you just wasted into that O three? Mm. Is a big question, which yeah. probably you often are. But there, are no, I think there are enough times where you don't, <laughs> where you get like the one attack weapon uh, that it's, or like it's a an extra turn that required that's required to kill the opponent as a result of it uh, those three not going face that maybe it's not worth and wild does have oh, we've, we've got some weapons like if you you're getting dragon soul in your aggro uh in your yeah. aggro deck that's a bit dicey but who knows i yeah. don't know Sometimes grab that blade gun my baby i'm just gonna assume this is bad but yeah um, it's probably bad yeah all right Let's talk about Candle Razor. Four mana, three, three with Divine Shield. Finale. Give adjacent minions Divine Shield. That sure is a card. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's an arena card, though, because every time I say that, I've been proven wrong. So I don't know. I don't even know. Well, that's probably an arena card, to be honest with you. Like, that's in, like giving your minions Divine Shield. Yep. All right. Good arena card. Really nice arena card. Let's talk about cover artist. Four mana, three, three. Battlecry. Transform into a three, three copy of a minion. So it could be an opponent's minion as well. Faceless manipulator vibes. Sort of. Th- Prince Taldorum. That's but, the one. Yeah. Adam Wall. yeah. Without it, the, a little bit better than both of those. Maybe not even that much better than faceless manipulator. So Isn't it just worse than Taldorum? I mean, no restriction, but the mana extra. Yeah, the but the restriction is pretty rough. Like, mm, fair. All right. I could see a world where you're doing some like combo shenanigans or like some cute things with like cubes if you're having like if you're having fun and doing stuff with decks that played Taldoran to begin with like you probably want cards like like I could see some like super meme mark combo that's playing like three of these on Mm -hmm. a cube with like Ragnaros or something and and doing something cute but um, yeah 
outside of that, I don't know. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, yeah. I don't think that the card has a use outside of that. All right. Next up, we have the free legendary that everybody gets for just logging into the game. Uh, and that is ETC Band Manager. Um, okay. So it's a 4 mana 4-4 four, four legendary. While building your deck, assemble a band of three cards. Battle Cry, discover one. Uh, so just a kind of a quick reminder if you guys like haven't actually played the game in like the last week and a half um what what it happens is when you put this in your deck while deck building you get the option to to build your band and so what you can do is you can put three cards that aren't in your starting deck into that little band uh in your deck building screen um so like you can't put a second reno in there but if you're playing like arena warlock you can put like a second defile uh in there if you're playing like a triple unholy death knight though you can't put a blood rune card or a frost rune card in there so just like a quick crash course on that and then you play it you get the option to discover one of the three cards um and then it gets put in your hand and then you get to play it so people are kind of equating it to something like a wish board uh if you guys are familiar with magic but basically like you play it you get to pick one of these three options from outside of the game that fits the scenario that you have and you get to do stuff with, with it right um if you guys haven't seen already, uh, I'm just going to sell out our good friend Martian of the show. Uh, had a really, really good twi uh, Twitter thread about how to appropriately use this card, uh, kind of in the format. Uh, kind of how to build the best appropriate band and all that kind of good stuff. I've seen a lot of people playing it, a lot of hype. It's a pretty, pretty sweet design and opens up some sweet design space, uh, I think, for the game of Hearthstone. Um, but I'm interested in y'all's opinion on like how it's actually been performing for you guys and whether you think it's going to be like an actual thing once the expansion comes out uh it seems useful <laughs> it's one of the more interesting um like freebie legendaries that you've gotten basically it allows um for you to primarily get around deck building restrictions as well as build maybe like a toolkit so you could get like a second copy of ice block and reno mage that's pretty nifty um you can you hide your potion of illusions in here to ensure that Romnath, uh, you know, casts a potion of illusion and give yourself infinite turns as long as you survive the Romnath. So, like, that's concerning, but like, you still have to get the nine mana for the uh, the Romnath. So, like, that's kind of the limiting factor. Um, and then, of course, like, you can get around even uh, requirements. So, you can put things like Lotheb and Isaur in your even shaman, which is. Uh, Kind of spooky for, for uh, a, a deck that would really like those cards but simply cannot add them. Uh, same is true for like a even Death Knight where it's just kind of like hurting for for good quality cards to, to begin with. So like you know you can hide away some uh, good quality cards in here. Like that's another deck that wants um, Lothab. Uh, the a lot, I've seen a lot of people play him right now, and a lot of people assume that he's just an auto include in everything that's not aggro. And I don't think that's necessarily true because like there is a cost associated with playing a four mana four four in your deck and on turn four like in a lot of matchups right like um you need i think good reason to uh to include a card like etc in your deck and it's when your deck uh either can't include certain cards or needs certain cards only for very specific matchups things like a skulking geist or a steam cleaner for uh, matchups that are just auto losses uh yeah I, I think he's like way worse than people think um like uh, I, I think maybe he goes in um like i think the gendex have the best shot um specifically like even death knight is probably not the worst thing to include him 
Um, then even Shaman, even Warlock. Once even Warlock can come back, I can see it being in there potentially. That's kind of it. Um, maybe like Reno Priest. Uh, I'm kind of disregarding Quest Mage. Like it's kind of used as a combo piece in Quest Mage, but that deck is so irrelevant in my opinion. Like it's just terrible. I, um, I, I got to tell you, I tried so, so hard and just got so, so frustrated. There's so many times yeah. where um, like if I had Paradise 1, but because I had to deal with the ETC plus Romnath, not only like not only is it clunkier to set up, but the mana cost is higher and you have fewer copies of those cards. So like you, there were so many times where like one of them was just bottom five and I lose. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so someone calling for it for it to be nerfed again, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> like it don't, you don't have to worry about it. The classic I get nerfs. It. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it's frustrating when it happens, but like it's so bad. Um, but yeah, speaking of so bad, um, etc. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like not worth it, and like Shutter, most reader decks don't want it. Like I said, maybe the Gen decks, like you can play Lothab, which is a big upside. Um, but yeah, um, like like I think Martian's thread mostly hit on the right points, but I, I disagreed with actually some of what he was talking about. Mm. Um, like he brought up things like the light it burns is like an option in Reno Priest. And I just don't think cards like that have enough potential upside to justify playing like a 4-4. Like you need to be playing cards that have the greatest potential swing possible um, that are situationally absurd. You know, like every card has a range of power. You want the cards that have the absolute highest range. So Lothad can be like, skip the opponent's turn. Like that's about as good as it gets. Acidic Swampers, I think is a great option because when it hits, it's, it hits insanely hard, you know? Like, you two mana delete the opponent's, like, three-plus play. So I think that's more what you're looking for and not, like, a Vile Spine Slayer, <laughs> basically, which is what it kind of is for the light it burns. So um, bad card, highly overplayed. Very, very cool card. Very, very cool. And I'm very excited for what it opens up in the future. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, our next card here. Let's talk about Free Bird. 4 mana 2-2 two, two with charge. Battlecry, game plus 1 plus 1 for each other free bird you've played this game. Charge is back. Um, is it? It is, it is back <laughs> on a card. No, it is back on a card. It is back. Whether you want it to be or not, it is back. Uh, I don't think it's a very good card, but it, it is back. Um, okay. This is... This is the, the Northshire Farmer, Baleful Banker, or whatever deck. <laughs> Shuffle a million free birds in your deck and then kill them with, with brand free birding. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. It's a four mana 2 2 beast. Like, it's. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cards, like this, cards like this just remind me of like Yu Gi Oh! Like early Yu Gi Oh! for some reason. This just feels like it's straight out of that. This doesn't feel like something that is ever going to work at Hearthstone, or it doesn't feel as Hearthstone. Um, this is like a way worse shock spitter, like fundamentally, you know? Not great. Shock spitter was broken, so they had to print a, a really bad version of it, right? It's still good in standard. How is it still good in standard? They know that got like two mana. What does that tell you about the standard format where like a four mana shock spitter is still good? Jeez. Um, or maybe that just tells you how busted two mana shock spitter was. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably more <laughs> more accurate. Um, all right. Mert Seller, 4 mana, 3, 5 Naga. At the end of your turn, put a random spell on the top of your opponent's deck. Okay. Um, people love Disruption. Uh, this just says 4 mana, 3, 5. Your opponent skips their turn, right? Because they draw, uh, you know, 
it's a random spell. It's probably a very bad card. That's not a real, real Hearthstone card. That turn, yeah, kind of half barely skips their draw. Yeah, Same they. I think the you lose, right? Like I think what he meant to say is we can skip this card. <laughs> Look, people love their disruption. You know that this is going to get played against you, and you know it's going to like screw you mm -hmm. over, and and you're going to be mad. Um, all right. Anyways, uh, obsessive fan, four mana, two six, battle cry. Choose a minion. It has stealth while this is alive. It it makes a threat that you have un targetable while this is alive and it's got a big butt it's got six health like stealth stealth's a broken keyword I, i'm trying really with, i'm stretching dude. you're playing yeah, for me. it's a good stick. sell job yeah that's just you, there's nothing to sell here no <laughs> uh all right posic audio engineer four mana five four legendary battle cry add two three three bots to the opponent's hand death rattle summon them for yourself um so there was a, a, a Twitter thread uh, from one of the devs. So these audio bots, they're like three mana, three threes that the opponent can play, right? They can just play them if they want to, um, you know, to prevent them from summoning for you. Uh, but if you do something like copy the POSIC or shadow step the POSIC or things like that, um, you and you add, or like you brand POSIC uh, and you shuffle like multiple, like they're, they're tied to the individual legendary that you've played so like if you shadow step it and add two more bots to the opponent's hand and then they kill it it's only gonna you know summon the two and not the four um i don't really know what you do with this uh like it's it's yeah, a four mana five four yeah i think you dusted is unfortunately what you do with this i don't know course face says really, differently. i don't know <laughs> it's a really good arena card uh <laughs> i mean it's like a it's like a kind of a high main but we play wild, so it's kind of a high main. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I don't even still really fully understand how this works. Um, but yeah, Dude, it's all that. It's all that confusing. Well, there was like this whole Twitter thread of like new instances means that like it doesn't summon all four, or if they like shuffle the bots into their deck, then you still like uh -huh. pull it out of their. I was just, I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I still don't think the card is good, even if you can like do funky stuff with it. All right. Next up, we have Pyrotechnician. Four mana, two, five. After you cast a spell, add a random fire spell to your hand. Is there a class that has, like, one or two fire spells that you can abuse and, like, always get that fire spell? Wait. Yeah. It's not even... Yeah, in the late... Wait. Yeah, it's also random, so it doesn't restrict class. I was going to go on a tangent about Immolate and Warlock, but even that doesn't work with this card. Wait, there's also so many good fire spells in Warlock, aren't there? Yeah, don't worry about it. It was a joke, man. Oh, okay, my bad it that. doesn't. Right. Let's talk about Ghost Rider. We mentioned this a little bit earlier when we were talking about Finale. Uh, it is a 5-mana 4-4 four, four that, at its max, discovers two spells. Um, you lost me at 5-mana 4-4. Four, four. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Let's talk about Tony, King of Piracy. It's a 5-mana 4-6 pirate. Both players' decks are swapped. Finale, draw a card. Um, so this is not like a, a permanent togwaggle effect. Like if they kill this four six, that they do swap back. Um, but I've already seen, like back in the day, we have had that togwaggle uh, explore on Guru deck, um, where you would swap decks with the opponent. You would replace their deck with a bunch of these trash one mana spells, and then if your opponent swapped back, you would just geist them, and then they would take fatigue damage. Uh, if not, then they had no cards in their deck anyways because you were like decking yourself. 
uh, and then you had to win with a bunch of these random one mana spells. This is basically a three mana cheaper version to, to do that. Um, there's also a combo in standard, uh, by the way, that does kind of the same thing that I think the devs overlooked <laughs> a little bit. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if you guys saw that thread, but um, but yeah, it's it seems kind of like the the new Togwaggle thing ish in uh, I, standard. Yeah, the thing I want to do um, is you play Tony, you play Myra's Unstable Element, ideally with prep at a reduced cost, then you shadow step the Tony. Your opponent has no deck. That can happen very early because of the, um, like he's a pirate, so you're just running the uh, raiding party to get the weapons. You trade the weapons, reduce the cost of the Myra's. You do a bunch of cantrippy uh, shadow like evasion uh like it's just a turbo mill deck is really what it comes down to can we do that it's... with shock scabs i mean you can certainly make it a lot easier <laughs> like yeah then you get zero amount of tony zero amount of myers uh, i like even then do you do you really need to if you can get like a i don't know if you can play cloak of shadows a couple turns like you're still Shark scabs is what happened in on turn five, turn four with the with the coin. I mean, you can play a lot of those cards and just like still combo about as quickly with the uh, with. I mean, imagine Octobot gets reverted, you can hey. get some cost reduction. I'm hearing more and more reasons not to unnerve Octobotus. <laughs> I think I think this card does pose a bit of a problem, especially with that combo in standard. I think a quick fix would just be. Um, draws from their opponent decks, but that also doesn't solve the problem with uh, Myra's in Wild. So I I don't know. This seems like it uh, could do some scary things that uh, are pretty easy to pull off, relatively. I kind of want to stick on the um, combo and standard. So yeah, the what's the card called? The fires. Fires, fires of. Yeah. Yeah, with Steam Cleaner. Um, basically the same idea as the Togwaggle Geist thing. Um, like, I, I think the devs, like, they catch probably so many things that mm -hmm. we just never get to see, right? Like, so, like, a lot of their, a lot of their work goes completely unseen. Um, there have only been a couple instances where they've sort of let through big, fat oopsies that they, they didn't really notice, which uh, the, probably the most infamous one was Snip Snap. Where they were just like, oh, hey guys, new free legendary coming up. And in about six minutes, I was like, uh, this actually goes infinite. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we didn't notice that. How bad? Um, I don't know how this slipped through. Like, again, I want to give people credit and things like that, but this is one of the more baffling ones because this combo has existed before. Like, it isn't even something that had to be like, you know, some convoluted thing where it's like, oh my God, I can't believe we'd ever consider it. It's like this exact thing has literally happened like almost card for card in the same class and it's like it's probably the first thing that you think of as well when you see a card like this so it is a little bizarre to me that this made it through um even if you acknowledge like mistakes happen things like that because it does seem like the devs weren't aware of it or at least leo the lead wasn't like maybe someone in final design caught it and they're just like don't think it's a balance problem it got mentioned in a meeting tw eight months ago and like <laughs> it slipped everyone's mind but i don't know apart from that i'm just a little confused about what's going on with this one yeah i i am not sure either i also it's i 
this this card design also just kind of feels weird to me of like mm-hmm. what what's the upside of printing a card like this like i don't know it, it feels like it's gonna it's one of those cards that's just gonna piss off like 95 percent of the player base and appeal to like was that five percent i almost couldn't do math there and it, it feels like a very weird card to print plus the fact that there's like now this like oopsie really gross combo like even if it's not a good combo it's gonna be one of those things that feels like super bad to lose to in standard and so i don't know i i wouldn't be surprised if we we saw something change about him or steam cleaner or zinashari at some point in, in the future but yeah i don't know that this did create a lot of I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's like it, it's like a ticketus, but like potentially with the opportunity to be a legitimate win condition, which like you know was very rare for ticketus, but like this is something that you could legitimately build around as a way to win games. And we saw how mad ticketus made people feel when it was such a bad card. And this has this comes out a lot faster with you know a fairly easy way to pull off. So. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna turn some people off of hearthstone that are, are like casual standard players potentially so i think i think something has to probably change um in a while like the decks that i would give a shout like ruffles already covered the myra's uh idea um obviously like in warrior you you can do this as well uh where you could build probably like a control warrior shell <laughs> that plays vanda that just plays Vandar with Tony and um, the Steam Cleaner or the like Explore Geist, like whichever one. I don't both. think it really matters. But yeah, yeah, both. Like <laughs> whatever, like whatever you want for redundancy. Really because matter. like Steam Steam Cleaner beats the Explore and Goro just as easily as Geist does. So why not add uh, some yeah, redundancy? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, so, so you might as well just play both. <laughs> um. But yeah, you can do that. So all of a sudden, like Vandar and on your Tony costs two mana. You can also tutor it with Ankar as well. So you could go like Ankar on three into Vandar and then swing, and all of a sudden you have two mana Tony ready to lo- load up and go. Um, and then you just fill your deck with like 27 pieces of warrior removal crap. And <laughs> ah, <laughs> so, noted, like... noted control class warrior. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like that might be something that people want to approach. Um, you can even put in like more threats, you know, if you are playing like a Vandar deck, maybe, maybe you do play like a couple high top end, like good removal card, uh, good tempo threats and things like that. Um, so yeah. Do you ever play this in pirate mode? Uh, I know it might sound a little dumb, but you play it on five. It's a pirate. You draw a card, um, and the opponent can't play their Reno Jackson or draw into their Flogal Tox. Oh, well, they don't need to draw their Reno or Flogal Tox because it's in their hand because they played Ice Fishing anyways, and so... Oh, how they get the... Uh, no, no, the Reno won't be active, Meowth. Oh. I, I still don't see it, but... I, I I clicked. Oh. I got there. Yes. Yeah, I, there. I, oh, don't don't say it that. could be at least it's <laughs> it could be it, fine. It's gonna frustrate people when generated off of like an amalgam or summoned off of the uh, unnerfed raid the docks juggernaut. True. Can you imagine summoning that off the raid? Oh, that'd be gross. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. The pirate rogue <laughs> idea was something that's funny that I I heard float and I was like, oh, it's kind of maybe cute. probably not probably not but maybe yeah yeah I don't people know. will try it maybe maybe we won't <laughs> even see this card see the light of day though so like we're talking about a whole lot of things and maybe 
I, I wouldn't expect them to actually change anything until things go live, but who knows. Um, all right, uh, so moving on here, let's talk about uh, Unpopular Has Been. Uh, what a name. Feels bad. Six mana, five, five, undead. Death Rattle. Summon a random five cost minion from the past. Now the name makes sense. Um, arena card? Arena Not even. Like, are, you, are you sure? They, Bad they, arena card. Just, yeah. just say it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have to make sure because the two times that I've done this before, it was just immediate no. no. So, uh, the one amalgam band. Seven mana, six, six. Uh, with all minion tribes because it is an amalgam. Battle cry. Gained a random bonus effect for each minion type that you've played this game. Um, so very much a Siamat uh, esque effect. I'm assu- the bonus bonus effects are like keywords. I'm assuming. Um, so it feels like a Siamat style of card. Uh, just going to put this also out there that Matt London tweeted out that this was going to see play in a tier one wild deck in the next twelve months. He obviously knows something that we mm. don't. Um, so obviously this card's going to be broken. Uh, tweet aside, how are we feeling about the card? Uh, what are the bonus effects? Is it just like the uh, is it the amalgamation? Keywords. Yeah, so it's it's just like the the amalgam thing from Battlegrounds, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that doesn't sound like it does anything in the wild form <laughs> that yeah, I play. The... The effects, um, sorry, I'll just grab them for you. There's, I think there's like eight different things that it can do. Um, I don't, I don't care what those effects are. If they aren't winning the game, it's not. It's going not. In. The important if, thing is it, one of it isn't charge. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the so no, I don't. I'm going to go ahead and uh, unless something drastically changes in the wild format, I do not think that is a true statement <laughs> that was made by Matt London. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Um. All right. Taunt, Div Shield, Rush, Life Steal, Wind Fury, Stealth, Poisonous Reborn. Uh, I think uh, it's just. I think CMR, where right? this at the, at the top. Yeah. The I think where this is aiming is in something like with a party animal type deck. So if there's more like minion type buffs, because this is an amalgam itself, like maybe that's where it's aiming. Because if you can buff it up, yeah, sure, it has a pretty big impact. But then it just dies before it gets to clock the opponent in the dome right yeah um so i like the the seven mana seems to be the the limiting part maybe you mech it and then you get or you galvanize it and you get a cheaper cost so i mean if it does get like if it is buffed and it gets stealth wind fury or stealth wind fury divine shield things like that like you know then it's a big thing that hits for 20 um on the following turn are we Menagerie Warrior fans? As this is the top end. <laughs> yeah, like Menagerie Warrior, like Hamboff Paladin goes in a bit more of a like Menagerie direction. You know, especially yeah. with things like oh wait, we can't even play with Purator. God damn it! Um, I mean, you uh, could just draw it before you play the Purator. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, just order in the court, and then all of a sudden, bam, problem solved. Um, T1 Wild Deck, Matt. Tier one wild deck. That, mm, mm, dubious. What? What if you yeah, shut that... Shutterwalk Shaman and give like? I mean, Murloc sure. at the base. At okay. The well, baseline. I don't think that's what he meant, but I think that that probably is the it's best place the for it right thing, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that gets a, quite a few effects, but like even then, don't you just kind of win when you play a Shutterwalk with Ast? Like Astalor just does ends the game for you, right? Like. Yeah. Do you need a win condition aside from that? You're I 
I like this card a lot. I just sort of doubt the validity of the uh, right. one thing. I, I think it fits into some of like some of the things that we've maybe sounded the most excited about have been yeah. like the multi-minion type hand buff style things. We saw a little bit of that with Menagerie Warrior. It could slot in with Paladin. It very could, well, could slot in with uh, Death Knight as well. So I, I'm not saying the card is unplayable. I just don't think that like this ends it <laughs> like in, in the format as it currently stands. It'll end it for one player one way or the other. It's probably just going to be ending it for you more often than not. Um, all right. We've got three three cards left. Uh, let's talk about Concert Promo Drake. Uh, this is something I think is a uh, arena card, but uh, I'll wait for these guys to confirm. But it is an 8-mana 8-8 dragon with tradable. Finale, destroy an enemy minion. Arena card. All right. Cool. Um, Mish Mash Mosher. Say that uh, five times fast. No. Uh Eight mana, three ten, undead, with rush. After this attacks, gain plus one attack and attack a random enemy minion. So when it attacks the random enemy minion, will it then trigger again and keep going? Yes, I believe so. Okay, it's like a batter, batter head, head. Batter but head, a yeah. little bit better. So it's a better head. <laughs> I, it doesn't mean make mean it's gonna be good so I don't, no I don't know. no it doesn't uh yeah i love the name though i'm not gonna lie yeah this card will be in a tier one wild <laughs> deck in the next 12 months i mean this paired with the one amalgam band like un unstoppable combination right there god uh all I right think i found my new favorite meme yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be the this is the frodan meme all over <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's hard to keep a straight face oh god um last but not least we have amplified elec uh 10 mana 612 beast with taunt death rattle deal three damage to all enemy minions um they this doesn't really do anything uh it's probably actually a fine evolve target right or and or devolve target uh it is a 612 taunt so it sure does cost 10 mana though hey look when you're playing Evolve Shaman and things like that, you're never actually paying 10 mana for anything, right? So it's fine. I mean, it's freaking huge. Like, what the hell? Um, Is it the biggest man. taunt minion? Like the biggest yeah, I mean, butt on a taunt sleepy, minion? We had Sleepy Dragons, obviously bigger than that. So it do be beefy. It do have a AoE death rattle. Um, Beast do get cheated out in Hunter. So... Still, I don't think like, there's anything quite there yet. Control but, uh, Hunter confirmed. Control Hunter confirmed. <laughs> Tier 1 wild deck. Red, red alert. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't know. It's about as like good as it gets in terms of like, a big base recruit target. So. Yeah. You have to be playing that recruit deck though, right? Like This is not like a Harpoon mm. Gun style deck. This is a... No, no. I'm, the 4-3 like and the... Katharina Hunter. Like something like yeah. that. Uh it, I, I do agree. It does seem pretty good in that deck, but that deck is also very far off from being like a. Thing. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right, we did it. We made it through forty nine cards. It's probably gonna be the longest card review episode that we have uh, this season because we've already done like oh. a fifth of the cards. Oh my mouth. Oh. Am I being naive? Oh, yes. On. Look, we we spent yeah. extra time this time also talking about keywords and mechanics and stuff and, and making fun of memes. Like, come on. Mm totally totally yeah probably not but yeah how you guys feeling about the cards regardless 
seem fun. Uh, there's a few potential concerns that uh, <laughs> maybe are like this early on haven't happened <laughs> in reveal schedules before. Uh, so, uh, like, hopefully, hopefully things are maybe proactively adjusted uh, or maybe not as uh, harmful as we think. But overall, the the theme of the set seems cool. Uh, I like when they kind of cross into this like campy highly thematic um type of set i think that's when hearthstone is at its best and then we'll see how the rest of the cards fill out because like you know neutrals are generally um a little bit more boring than the class cards uh, because they, they like class cards are where you really get like a sense of the the flavor and the shape a, a particular class is going to take yeah, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like, just because we kind of whipped through and was like, uh, arena, 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 um, for a stretch that doesn't mean I'm not like super pumped about this. Um, like Rumble said, I really like it when Halston gets kind of a little goofy and silly like this. Um, like, Skullman's Academy and Voyage are probably like two of my absolute favorite um, expansions thematically. And I really like this one as well. Like, I think this is going to be very memorable, very fun. Um, I love the cards just in general. Like, I love everything that i've seen so far i love how we've kind of like running through voyage right like we we seem to have this like heavy tribal heavy like pre-packaged um set of cards uh a, a lot of the time whereas if you kind of just flip through you know what we've got going on now everything feels kind of like standalone pretty interesting like there's not really like set pre-packaged homes for things um cards just seem cool flexible um like we just have multiple homes whether we are talking about things like location with fan club you know we kind of went on a little tangent about like where all that could fit in um a lot of these like tutor cards right like draw a weapon draw a beast things that kind of open up options in the future i think this is all very very cool like i i like this it, it kind of throws back a little more to something that we saw previously with scholomance or something so I think it's awesome. Um, I really hope that we continue going down this road with the class cards, um, especially now that we've kind of gotten some of the some of the less exciting neutrals uh, out of the way. So next episode should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I echo a lot of what you guys have said. Like the neutrals tend to be the most boring stuff, um, and but even within that, we have seen a lot of like super sweet stuff. Uh, I will also say they uh, are doing what they've started to do in the like since the mini set where they reveal things like in packages now which i think is like super great for content creators like us where it's like because i remember in the past we'd be like yeah this card seems sweet but like we have to see the rest of the the death knight cards to see like what it's good <laughs> like if it's gonna be playable or not and now we get to see all of them and so we can actually like properly evaluate things which will be which will be nice um and so yeah the next couple of, of podcast episodes are going to be dedicated to talking about all of the new cards and it seems like there's a lot of sweet stuff uh you know we ha we've had our concerns about a couple but uh you know besides that it looks like there's a lot of fun cards which is which is great um yeah i think that's gonna be good for uh for today's episode though uh thanks for hanging all the way to the end if you guys stuck with us all the way to the end and uh corbin Roffle, thanks for uh, for joining me again and again uh, appreciate you guys uh, and let the people know where they can find you guys uh, and your content uh yeah you can find uh corb's content over at twitch.tv slash corbett and his twitter on corbett games go follow him because it is his birthday and wish him a happy birthday even though you'll be late uh because we're recording this on his birthday so wish him a belated birthday
Yeah, yeah, and you can find Ruffle's content on uh, Twitch.tv slash Ruffle and Ruffle on YouTube and Twitter. So make sure you go check out Ruffle, even if it's not his birthday, you know, just go say hi anyway. And, uh, and wish him know. a happy birthday regardless. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout outs to Corp for recording on his birthday uh, as well. So I probably going to be a little bit too hungover to record tomorrow, I'm assuming. I'm assuming you're going out and having some fun um no it's a sunday so <laughs> you know like today <laughs> that doesn't stop probably... you from doing anything <laughs> yeah that's actually pretty true no, that's, um, that's yeah. Talk. yeah uh last weekend was obviously the big one this one's a bit more low-key yeah all right uh thanks for spending your birthday with us though and uh for yeah. all the listeners thanks for hanging out and listening all the way to the end appreciate you guys hope you guys are enjoying reveal season and we will see you guys again next time later